0: Hammerdown Racing Report, and now your hosts,
1: Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Kieser.
2: Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for uh, whatever today is, Thursday. The 20th. The 20th, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. Make it so you can actually see us. You like, to- oh, Hey, the- we hey look, we're here. And your, your computer's right. Were- we had a little bit of uh, some technical difficulties earlier, but we're uh, getting things worked out. Sort of. Sort of. Show number
3: two hundred fourteen. Things yep. really lagging. What? Things <laughs> are lagging over here.
2: I don't know why. We always give our guests the old laptop, and that, yeah, Dave's frozen over there. Anyway, uh, show number two hundred fourteen for uh, January twentieth, live from the Romiller Race Cars studio. Yeah, you can try that one too. We can throw that one on. Uh, It is the Hammerdown Racing Report presented by uh, Oakshade Raceway tonight. uh, Coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure to like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever. We don't care. Just choose one. Uh, And you can also uh, check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. I left that on there. Tonight on the show... Dave Gumby Jr., the champion of the Hangover Race at Sandusky Speedway this past weekend, even though he's frozen on your screen, he's still here and
1: (laughs) for a while.
2: And we can still hear him because just turn that microphone closer to you there. Yeah, that's the one you're talking in. Is that better for you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So Dave is here, even though he kind of looks like this on the screen. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Maverick Morrow also supposed to be joining us. Uh, he was the winner of the uh, the Moonshine Stock.
0: Who? Feature.
2: Yeah, fifty seven uh, Chevy, Out from up in uh, nice. Michigan. Uh, he's having some trouble getting connected too. So I've been playing uh, technical support here for for a couple of computers. <laughs> uh, a little discombobulated to start off here tonight. Uh, hopefully, he'll no. a uh, call here. Uh, we have a hammer down hotline to uh, play back for you later in the show. Also. Uh, We'll do uh, how many for uh, Big D's Pizza as well. So uh, Before we get things started, I want to thank Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meat to race, racing every Saturday night. Unless you're Jerry. He's got other plans on Saturday nights um, that he'll tell you about a little bit later. Tease. It's a tease. Um,
1: Breaking news. Is it?
2: (laughs) Not yet. Almost. Uh, Not yet. Follow Oakshade Raceway on uh, social media. Visit... uh, oakshaderaceway.com and of course summer nationals coming up on uh, july 16th that's the only day in, in
0: really a difficult. circular way i kind of got I to thank pam that this all happened oh pam has something to do with this what if you remember last year i was supposed to come up there with you guys but she never got back with me so i ended up where i was at and then so in a big circular kind of way it seems indirect life rhetoric. is
2: good uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, Big D's Pizza. Make sure to uh, give them a call right now 419 Let me start four one nine five four seven fourteen forty forty four. It's on the screen. It'll be uh, scrolling right down here in a little bit. Uh, or you just go to orderbigdspizza.com, dot uh, com. Check out the pizza subs, ribs, chicken, and more in Cloud, Ohio. They're uh, of course hiring uh, delivery drivers pizza bites. too. Pizza Bites, new stuff there. So all kinds of cool new cheese and pepperoni pizza bites served with a side of marinara sauce.
4: Mm,
0: that sounds delicious.
2: So uh, you got a Making chance me to hungry. win. Well, call right now, order, and it'll be there by the time the show's over.
1: No,
0: I don't think it'll be here. It could be. How you doing over there, Ron? Ron's, Ron's doing oh, hanging
2: something. hanging in there. Okay. He's got some stuff
0: going If we can on. get Dean to deliver personally, I bet it would make it here.
2: Yeah, and uh, we'll be talking about some of the uh, racing this past weekend at uh, Sandusky Speedway, as well as other areas. I um, also got to thank Romulo Race Cars, Freestream Photos, Dippin Motorsports, uh, also sponsors as well. How about, I um, haven't gotten a message from Mara, Mara or uh, Maverick was trying to connect and he was having some issues, so I don't know what's going on there. But we do have Dave Gumby here and he's still frozen for some reason. <laughs> but he's right there. You can come over and sit like, next oh, to Ron. No, hard enough? Will it... Maybe. Hold on, let's do this. Let me see if I uh, if I remove him.
1: And put him back in? Put him in. back
2: in. Now he's just a black box.
1: <laughs>
2: Even better. <laughs> <laughs> We've had to censor Dave Gumby Jr. because he uh, dethroned the uh, many to long time. When was the last time, you, Ron, you won the uh, champagne stock? Three years,
1: feature.
3: was it?
2: Three years ago
1: was the last time you won? Yeah. Because
2: I won
3: it, and then Gitman yeah, won it last year, and Steve won it years before,
2: after that. So you've been dethroned for a little while, then.
1: Well, I'm not counting last year because of the freaking rain. That was a debacle. That's part of the that whole That wasn't a it was the a tree. debacle. I blame the tree.
2: <laughs> so Dave Gumby Jr., um, are you still trying to get that connected
1: there? Yeah, but I quit. Did you? Unless it decides to do it all on its own.
2: Uh, Dave Gumby uh, actually won. Again. A again. lot. Actually.
0: Led the whole thing. Wait, he popped back in for a minute. Hey, okay. we, we had this discussion last week, and you... Ron was, no, oh, no, no, no. Just kind of dismissed it, but Ron Paul called it, and I agreed with him that Dave Gumby oh. could be the man to beat.
2: He, t- he had some uh, pretty nice pictures out there. Ron Paul is out there. Uh, yeah, but
1: Ron Ron Paul is prejudiced.
0: <laughs> you should be prejudiced towards Gumby. You, you, he, he should fa- be your favorite.
1: He's, he's family. Steve is family. Exactly. I'm family. <laughs> Dylan Burt's darn near family. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, anyway, how did uh, how'd you get the ride with uh, the Kackmeister late model deal there? How'd that come about?
3: Well, honestly, it all started with the guy across from me. So, this is Ron's fault. Ron yeah. beat himself. Yeah, it's all his fault. You know, um, <laughs> two years ago at Fremont for the Jim Ford Classic, we went out there. Well, Ron was racing Mark's truck and stuff, and Mark came up to me and asked me if I wanted to run it. I said, sure, why not? So, why did he come up to you and ask?
2: No idea. Okay, okay. So he, so this has been a while in the making, then. I would say so. All right. Did you have any say in uh, as far as how the car was prepared?
3: Uh, yes and no. Preferably, I would like a a sideboard, but he's all about that wing. But, hey, we're going no, I was it. gonna ask about that. And Did Davey you,
1: okay? ch- and Davey chose the tires. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, you had uh, you had a sprint wing
2: on as opposed to. Uh, the sideboard, like the other late models, like Steve had and, uh, and Dylan Burt. So, I mean, did you think you were at a bit of a disadvantage
3: there? Were you questioning that, uh, that choice? No, not that part of it. <laughs> it was more so I knew they had a lot more motor than me. So how did you manage to stay out in front?
1: He didn't make any mistakes. The darn kid does not make any mistakes, Scott.
2: I've been behind him at that track last October, and he made a mistake, and I got by him.
3: Oh, look how long I told you to get by It me, did though. take a while, <laughs> oh, but you made a mistake. Yeah, because my tires went away finally. Uh-huh.
2: So how did – so did you learn from that and apply – I mean, that was a totally different uh, vehicle. I don't know that any of that would translate over to the uh, the late model with the Sprint Wing.
3: No, the late model is a way more easier to drive than those trucks, and especially we were on asphalt tires and never really ran them, and I used them up way too soon. Right,
2: so you didn't have asphalt tires on uh, the late model No, we had dirt tires. All right, so I, I used mine up pretty badly.
3: Honestly, we only used up a right front, and that was it. That was in the hot and heat race. After that, the other tires didn't get more out.
2: So were you taking it easy then?
3: No, I was giving her all she had. Just nice and smooth on the steering wheel. And
2: did you know that Ron was uh, right behind you most of the race there?
3: I knew he was somewhere. I just knew when cautions came out, I would look up at the stands and see Neve and Drew Smith sitting there giving me how far they were behind me. And after that, it was like ever- Wait, last caution.
1: My granddaughter was telling you where I w- <laughs> That Wait, rotten kid. Isn't she your crew chief? <sighs> and Ron Paul Not was, Ron Paul was in the infield giving you hand signals. I saw those.
2: Wait, why was he doing that?
1: Because he and Mark are close friends. They work together. This is a
2: conspiracy. I'd had no idea. And I'd let you buy me without... Holding you up too much. Since oh, is, is that what happened? Yeah. Okay.
3: I wasn't in your way, was I?
2: One time. I don't think so. You're confused. Um, So how happy uh, were you to, to beat Mr.
3: Miller here? Honestly, I wasn't caring about who I beat. I was just happy to actually finish the race and everything else after all our bad luck I've had there running that race over the Scott, years. Scott, if you
1: remember, a couple of years ago, they ran uh, an outlaw race on uh, valentine's her. day
3: battery's dying <laughs> that might
2: be why it's not working it's got a loose connection in the
3: back is it better now no, no. wait i saw it get brighter oh that was me because i clicked on the notification that popped up <laughs> it says i got seven minutes left <sighs>
2: Ron's working on something over here. Is that one uh, working? Except for it says, "Oh, I can change that." But yes, oh. we're actively uh, doing some computer work while we're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, this is working out real well. So uh, organic, yes, organic. So how hard did you have to run to keep uh, to keep uh, Ron behind you?
3: Honestly, all I knew is they were behind me, and I just had to not get up, up, up close to that microphone there. Here, here is, is that better? That is much better. Yeah. But uh I just knew I had not let him buy me and hit my marks every lap. And if I, he made, did. if I made one mistake, I know I knew he was gonna be right underneath me. All right, here, let's do this.
1: Give a special welcome to Dwayne.
0: I'm Hancock. Dwayne now to let him buy I me and
1: here with us tonight.
0: I knew
3: he was gonna be right underneath me.
1: <laughs> now you, gotta, you, gotta trying, <laughs> you gotta you gotta
4: mute.
2: I'm trying, it's not <laughs> letting me got you gotta mute. I'm trying, it's not letting we're just Alright, I don't I don't know what's going on over there. Look, you're moving now. This computer's working. Go with that one. Just stay with that one. Okay. I see you moving now. I'm just gonna put that over there. <laughs> All right, just don't touch <laughs> the computer, and we should be good now.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Oh my. God.
2: So how much? How much uh, input uh, did you have in the setup other than the tires? For, honestly, for the, I mean, not you, really, I don't. Did you to. talk to Mark Kackmeister before?
3: Uh, or honestly, or you just kind of showed up. I think honestly, the car was the same when I ran it two years ago. My, the only thing we did is we put different tires on it. That was it. Say, I think. After this race, every year, unloads it, goes in the back of the shop, and sits in the corner normally until, like, the week of I mean, So he works on it.
2: So will you be behind the wheel of it uh, again anytime soon before uh, like, next year?
1: Like, maybe in April. I already had that discussion with this car owner, and he said, whatever Dave wants, Dave gets.
2: Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. With well, with respect right. to that car. So
3: will we right. see you uh, in April at the uh... – If we can find some tires. We gotta find tire fun for it. The the tires
1: that came off the car look pretty good.
3: Yeah. I saw that. That was only one set. That's all we had. <laughs> we need a tire sponsor.
2: Now, do you think it'll do? Uh, you think you'll be all right running uh, with the the other late models without the wings? Just a, a regular UMP late model.
3: Yeah, I don't see why. not. That's what it was originally. Okay. Any any other chances we'll see it at a dirt track? Uh, maybe at Fremont in September. They have the a Seal block, block race. Class. Oh, okay. They're having that again? Yep. Other than that, probably not. We we ended up landing a truck deal this year, so we're going to go run Fremont.
2: Oh, well, that was another one truck. of my questions. Well, but, uh, what, what other plans did you have? You're going to run f- the full-, full season?
3: Yep, full time at Fremont. For who you're running for? You guys will find out. Is this another Kackenmeister truck, or is nope, this
2: a— Nope, Does this have something to do with Corey McCoy? Nope. Is this a surprise? Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. When are we going to—when are you going to uh, announce
3: it, or is you just going to show up, and that's going to be the announcement? Pretty much. Y'all are going to figure out what <laughs> truck I'm in, and we're just going to go out there and have fun.
2: Is this a truck that's going to be uh, competitive?
3: Yeah, it was a competitive so truck. I've already drove it once.
2: Have you? Yeah. At Sandusky, as a matter of fact? Maybe, maybe (laughs) not. Could have been a truck I drove at Oakshade two years ago, Is that the truck I passed you in, in October? I don't recall that.
0: I I do. (laughs) I do recall that. (laughs) Jerry Sion. I can promise you it's not the RK1.
2: So that, so, wait. So, wait, is the, the, the person you were driving for, does he have another truck?
1: Nope.
2: So is he not driving, then? Uh, he was just the owner. He had somebody else driving for him. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else then. I think I'm thinking of the wrong person. Well, when you feel comfortable, you let us all know. But uh, we'll see you at Fremont in a uh, dirt truck this year, huh?
3: Yep, that's the plan. We're just going out there, to have fun, try something different for once.
2: You got any friends out there?
3: Well, we got Mark and Corey and all of them. Okay. And then we'll see
2: how friendly Corey is when uh, you're on the track against him. Yeah, we'll see.
1: <laughs> I know how
3: he is in my backyard. Okay, and he's pretty oh, close
1: sir. with the folks in the four M trucks, so. Fair enough. Tim, Tim Baker owns that, so. Yeah, he'll have friends.
2: So, when's the last time you you actually ran a a full season?
3: It would have been two thousand seventeen. I ran a, well, I almost ran a full season until I broke a motor, and then we hit or missed at the end of the year. Was that uh, in the bomber at Oakshade? Yeah, that was in the wife's car. The wife's car.
2: That's right. She is your wife now. Yeah. Holy crap, uh, yes. everybody's getting old. I feel so, <laughs> so old. Well, uh, congratulations on, on your win. I'm not sure what happened to uh, to Maverick here. I think he may have given up, but uh, Maverick Morrow was supposed to uh, join us as well. Uh, another one of the winners uh, at uh, Sandusky on Saturday for the hangover race. Yeah. Did you have fun at least?
1: I had a great time. It I was, mean, You had, was, you had a good a, seat to see who won. It was a little won. chilly, but... You know, the, the trailer was warm. We had tons of food, uh, a lot of friends. Uh, some, some people showed up that I hadn't uh, worked with or raced with for a while. No, it was a great day, Scott.
0: Yeah, I guess it wasn't too Sorry cool. I missed it. I yeah, missed the it was... hangover race because I was hungover.
1: Dave, I forgot to tell you, um, halfway through the race, my race receiver quit working Apparently, it doesn't like cold weather. Mine um, didn't work at all. I had to restart it a couple of times. Um, did I miss anything?
3: Not that I know did, of. Uh,
1: did, did, did the race director tell us to double up, double file or anything?
3: He tried after the incident with Steve and Dylan and stuff, but nobody doubled up, and he's like, you know what? We're just going single file. <laughs>
2: hmm.
3: Yeah, mine it, was all static the if, whole time. If
1: my race receiver had worked, we would have been double file, David.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that worked out for your son in the heat race. I had
2: nothing to do with anything that happened to his son yeah. this year. <laughs> Many years ago, maybe, but this year is all good. So all right. Um So Maverick's going to check in here in, uh, in just a minute, and uh, we'll talk to him. I just got a message for him. Uh, Jerry, you want to do a uh, racing roundup real quick?
0: Sure. we can. Do or how that. about we just talk to Maverick now?
2: <laughs> Let's talk to Maverick. <laughs> Why not? Hey, is this
1: Maverick?
4: Sure is. Hey,
2: Maverick. It's uh, Scott I Hammer. Ho-
1: Maverick, I hope you haven't been listening. The show isn't quite going according <laughs> to plan tonight.
2: You're not the only one that's been having uh, computer issues phone
4: issue yeah i've been trying the whole time to figure out how to allow my phone to connect but it just keeps blocking my mic and camera
2: yeah well we have several laptops here i think two of them are working but uh, anyways uh maverick is it morrow or morrow how do you pronounce your last name morrow morrow okay so like it's it's like tomorrow exactly (laughs) First off, uh, congratulations on your win in the uh, the Moonshine Stock feature. Thank you for beating me. I appreciate that.
4: Oh yeah, no problem.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I asked Scott how it felt like how it felt to get beat by a sixty year old car.
2: That car is not sixty years old. It just looks like it's supposed to be that old.
1: Right? It's really cool.
2: It is a pretty sweet looking ride there. Um, first off, let, let me start by uh, asking you because I guess this was the first time you've been to uh, Sandusky Speedway. And not just for the hangover race, but just in general, what, uh, what was, what made you decide to make the trip there?
4: Uh, just, uh, been hearing about it for the last couple of years and, uh, I love going to new places and trying new tracks and I've never, um, been in that track. And so, I um, saw it as an opportunity to just try out a new place.
2: You didn't, didn't have happen to hear about it from us, did you?
4: Um, Nope, actually, um, Dylan, and Ian, uh, Ian, sorry. Um, they were with the the twenty four car.
2: Okay. Oh, I, I, yeah. They listen to the show. Uh, factory stock guys from uh, Toledo.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I raced against them a few times uh, way up north. A uh, track called Onaway in Michigan. That's right. Where? And uh,
2: where exactly are you from? Tell everybody. Uh, you're you're from up uh, by Flint. You had told me.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Otisville, Michigan which is about a half hour or so from Flint.
2: Okay. And uh, what was, uh, getting like some weird feedback for some reason. I'm not sure where that's coming from. Um, what's uh, what's your home track that you run normally?
4: Um, lately, it's been on away. <laughs> okay. I do so much traveling and bounce around from track to track. It's hard to really say that I have a home to track.
2: So what what is your uh, your racing background? Uh, give us an idea of how you got started and, and where you've raced.
4: Okay. Well, uh, yeah, my dad used to race. Um, my mom has even raced a few times. And so I just grew up going to, um, for me, the tracks I grew up going to and watching were uh, Auto City Speedway and Clio and then uh, Dixie Motor Speedway and Bertrand. And, uh, that's actually where I started is at those two tracks. Um, I started when I was 14 years old and a four cylinder truck class, um, ran that for one year and then moved up to full size trucks, um, for a couple years. And by the time I was 17, 18, I was in the street stock.
2: And that's, uh, what you've been running since?
4: Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I had to take a couple years off due to finances and stuff but um yeah street stocks and factory stocks depending on where you go is, is typically the name that they call it
1: did you ever make it down to mid michigan
4: yes i have been there
1: oh, okay you uh yeah
4: I've you didn't raced. run their,
1: you didn't run their whiteout race did you
4: i have actually yes
1: really <laughs> Maybe how, that's how, why that car looked familiar how about the one that uh was a soup bowl absolutely sloppy?
4: Yes, yeah. It was a different chassis and actually a different body because um, I have two '57 Chevy bodies um, for two different cars. Um, so it was a little different chassis and body, but I was there for that one.
2: That was fun. Uh, yes, tell- Scott was at that <laughs> one. I was just spectating that. That was uh-
1: he was crew chief for uh, the uh, the red '95 car.
2: Yeah. I was like, "All right, way to go, Steve." <laughs> um, so tell us, uh, tell us about that '57 car that uh, you had at Sandusky.
4: Okay, yeah, the one I ran there. It's a um, Metric um, Monte Carlo chassis, and the body is mostly all original. Um, the only thing that's not original metal is the doors. Um, it was just a car that was um, rusting away here in Michigan. Just wasn't. Uh, it was a four door car, and just was too far gone to save. And so I got it, picked it up, and uh, just skinned it so I could put the body on my racing chassis.
2: And then you went and beat everybody uh, in the Moonshine class
4: at Sandusky with it. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and any chance of seeing you back next year for that race? You you kind of need to defend yourself.
4: I definitely hope to make it back, and then I hope to make it back to Sandusky. Uh, they said that they're having some event in April. Yeah, I had to check more into it. Uh, they said my car would be legal. So I'm gonna try and bring it back in April.
2: Yeah, they have uh, the Spring Cavalcade where they're actually gonna run UMP dirt late models in a class. Not against you. Not against you. And then there's another class <laughs> for which basically are the Oakshade Raceway Superstocks and uh, the Fremont Speedway Dirt Trucks. And I'm guessing your car would probably fall under the uh, Superstock uh, rules there for for Oakshade. Okay. So that means I get to race you again.
4: <laughs> Hopefully
2: be we'll, we'll see what,
4: <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what the warmer what weather and how vehicles handle in the warmer weather.
1: Absolutely.
4: Both did, the same.
2: Did you did you do any uh, any special prep to to the car for Sandusky for the cold?
4: No. No, actually, I actually was sitting in my garage. Um the rear end was bent and so I had the rear end out of the car, the entire body off the car. And then uh I saw Dylan Zelinski. Uh, post about how he is getting his car ready to go, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, I forgot about that thing again." And so I went and had the rear end fixed; it was bent from a wreck earlier in the year, and I put the body all the way back on, and uh, spent many hours in the garage getting ready for that one event.
2: So, what did you uh, what did you think of dusky Speedway?
4: I really enjoyed it. It was my first time ever on a half mile. Um, I'd ran some like three eighths mile tracks uh, typically I just run quarter mile and uh, so no I, I really enjoyed uh, trying something you know on a, a bigger track and seeing what that was like
2: so you do you typically run dirt then
4: no asphalt is uh, ex, that car um, was built for asphalt but it may be converted to a dirt car actually
2: <laughs> okay
4: Yeah, yeah I'm looking I'm hoping to get a new asphalt chassis or a used one anyway, <laughs> a different one um, in the new spring. And if that happens, yeah, new to me. Um, and if that happens, then, um, yeah, I'm hoping to kind of make that a dirt slash asphalt car.
2: I just run anywhere.
4: Right, you just yeah. Just it, be able to you could drive it to travel. the track. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could afford to drive it.
2: So what's uh what's next uh, for for mever? What uh, is your next race? Is Sandusky the the next race on your radar?
4: Yeah, probably. Okay. Um that, that's probably the next one I'm going to do. Um I'm still waiting to see, you know, schedules of different tracks and see what I'm going to be able to do. I want to want to travel again, you know, as much as I can. We'll see what the cost of gas is come spring yeah. and summer.
2: <laughs> speaking of so, I mean, when you say travel, how like how far out Uh, do you travel what's the what's the furthest track you've been to
4: um i've been to a track from my house it was a little over 400 miles away it's called sand speedway it's way up in the up um, near marquette um and so that's the furthest it was about six and a half hours seven hours each way
2: so you're not traveling to like uh tennessee and north dakota just kind of more no. or, more around michigan uh northern ohio apparently with uh with sandusky as well
4: right yeah i've just bounced around michigan and that's that was my first time ever going into ohio to race
2: well uh oakshade might be a little closer for you in Wasion, so uh if you get that car converted to dirt uh, come on out and play uh play with us uh, out in Wasion.
4: on no, oh yeah that that would definitely be awesome huh? i would enjoy it
2: didn't uh uh, what's his name? I don't know. I have a 57. Uh, well, actually, was it Chris Williams? No. Um,
1: Little help there, Davey.
3: Oh, Boiler. Papa Boiler. Yeah. I don't think his was a 57 Chevy, though. No,
2: his wasn't. What about Nick Lloyd? Didn't he drive one?
0: Casey Barr did down here for a while. Somebody
2: had a Christine car. I remember. They called it Christine.
3: That was Colin. He's part of that Boilers group. All right. His first name was Colin.
2: Never mind, then. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. So uh, what'd you do with the car after you, you got back from Sandusky? Just kind of put it no. in the garage and it's going to sit there until uh, next week. Yeah, Chris Howard, that's who I was trying to yep. think of. Thank you, Kar- Karina.
4: Oh, yeah, I just put it right back in the garage. The next step is to pull the body back off yet again. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: right. Toxic Moe had a car that kind of looked like that. Yes, old, uh, yes, he did. That's this right. It a Ford, if I believe right. Well, it looked old it looked 50s <laughs> well congratulations again and um i mean, I, I guess uh I, I have mixed feelings on seeing you again since i've already lost you once <laughs> i guess i guess redemption would be nice but you know i was actually yeah ex- yeah you never know i was actually excited because after uh, Corey McCoy, who seemed to be the dominant uh, car truck in yeah there you go davy's shirt that uh, was in that class. He had issues with his, uh, uh, was it the coil, I think he said? Yeah, the,
3: the coil. Yeah.
4: Okay, I heard it popping and, and the way it shut off. I was like, man, I wonder if his hot wire fell off or, or either that or something. In the electronic I figured it shut off the way it, it popped and shut off.
1: They don't know for sure what it was. Um, still trying to figure that out.
2: Well, when, um, when he pulled off, I thought, hey, this is a chance. I might actually win my first A main event ever. And then Maverick had to come and spoil it
1: for me. My so. my guess,
4: well, you never that car is so fast. You have uh, to have won a bunch of races. Uh,
1: I've won saw
2: I've won races, but not an A main, not a feature. Everyone heats and some B mains, but never a,
4: never. A, okay. A main. My
1: my guess on uh, on the 911 truck was ignition switch. They've checked everything. Uh, they got it back in the shop. Flipped the switch on and it started right up. So it's hard to diagnose something. When it's working. When it's intermittent, yeah. And And I'm sure we'll see him. He's gonna be back. I uh, told them that I the first thing I would change then is the ignition switch.
4: So and and Yeah, they might have to let it sit outside in the bitter cold too to get it to act up again.
1: I don't know if you heard us talking earlier, but uh my receiver quit because it was cold. I I restarted it a couple of times during the race. I don't know.
2: What did you did you have a receiver that was working?
4: Yeah, mine worked. Um, my it has kind of has some corrosion, so it shut off a couple times. <laughs> but I don't think it was from the cold. I just had. Stuck. I don't know.
2: I had. St- I tried four different <laughs> batteries, and it was just. <sighs> so I just pulled the plug out on. Oh it. So, yeah. So if they were, if uh, Chris was yelling at us, I didn't hear anything.
4: Oh wow. Usually he's so. Pretty do, you, uh, do you run your car on asphalt any other times, or just for that?
2: Just, uh, just for that. Mostly, just do the dirt thing. Oh, okay. Actually, I think that's the only time I've run on asphalt is at Sandusky. So.
4: Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I think it's sometime in July. Um, there's there's a that's an asphalt track on but they're putting on a huge event um, in July. He's hoping to get two hundred cars. He does ABC style. I don't know if have you heard of that. Mm -hmm. Um, so the rules are way open and, uh, he's looking at like $150,000 payout through all the classes. Wow. Wow. He hopes to start like, um, at 200 cars, 20 cars, a class, you know, so like 10, 10 features. Um, and even the bottom feature pays like 250 to start, 750 to win. Um, the top a class is going to pay 10,000 to win. So I don't know if you guys like to try out new tracks or whatever. I know it's asphalt, but you he's, know it's he's throwing a lot of money around and trying to get a lot of cars.
2: Send send us the uh, information on that. I Be- uh, I know the thirty
1: five car is not adverse to running some pavement. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. He already has the dates. It's like a practice on Thursday, maybe some heat racing on Friday, and then features on Saturday. It's yeah. um. I think it's gonna be epic um you know for for ABC, you know, like kind of street stocks and sportsmen's peer stocks, you know all those classes fit in and um, stuff and he should he should draw in a lot of cars from a lot of areas with with the payout that he's doing.
1: The Michigan Pro stocks will be okay for that race,
4: uh, yeah, I think even some of your like older late models- uh-huh. would, would even classify because i know some of the guys up there they're taking like little older late models and just putting a different uh front clip on them right yeah, and, and running them they're
3: mainly running those older how 90 how cars and stuff up there mm-hmm.
4: yeah i like it because the rules are so open you know you don't have to worry about you know fitting the rule you know going somewhere and not fitting all the rules and being illegal there's so few rules
2: well cool We'll
4: but, yeah that. no I'll uh, yeah I'll send you a message of it and um of you know like the payouts and stuff and something maybe you guys can maybe help spread the word and you know and let me know any big events you know I like to travel and when the when the start money helps you know pay for the traveling <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah that's uh that's a tough one too Definitely like to see that but uh uh we appreciate the time Maverick Morrow
4: uh, well, yeah well thanks for the invite
2: yeah, congr- congrats uh, again congratulations uh, yeah on the win winning yeah uh you finished second in the heat and then uh won the the the, the feature event so uh congratulations on for i mean uh, yeah i don't
4: think i had anything for that truck no. um, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was definitely scooting around there pretty good for how cold it was
2: yeah after he passed me i was trying to figure out what the hell does he do what did he do to get that thing so fast and then he by the time I tried to look at it it was too far away I couldn't see him anymore
4: uh, <laughs> wow. yeah well he he was he was getting down the straightaways pretty good too yeah.
2: well uh <laughs> good luck and uh try to keep your your perfect record going at at Sandusky and we'll see you in April
4: well, I look forward to it yeah it was good racing with you and it was cool to go there you know and, and everybody is really respectful and and nice and it was clean racing so hopefully that can happen again in April hopefully
1: maverick we appreciate it and uh the folks at sandusky speedway appreciate it uh they told us they told me to thank you so
4: oh yeah no it was was a great experience um i really everybody i met was you know friendly and stuff i mean people weren't getting out talking too much everybody was trying to huddle for whatever heat they could find wherever they could find it but (laughs) it was brutally cold but well it's just stumble no.
1: stumble across the pits my trailer always has heat and uh, hmm. usually has lots of food so
4: oh yeah until yeah. people eat it well if, if I come back again it won't be without an enclosed trailer I will find <laughs> one to <borrow laughs> to put my heater in <laughs> I'll have it 80 degrees in there <laughs>
1: alright man
4: but I appreciate it and uh, yeah we'll, we'll catch you hopefully in April All right, thanks man. a lot we'll and
1: congratulations again
4: and thank you very much
2: Okay. There you go. Maverick Morrow, the Moonshine stock feature winner. you think you could beat him, uh, Dave? I
3: don't know. I got a, I got a you had of, a late I, model. Just driving, say yes. Driving like, what? Oh. Yeah, driving what? I have a terrible record in that class. Oh, How about your wife's car?
2: Wait, did your car pass inspection?
3: Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think
2: you've had problems with that in the past, haven't you? Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they ever inspected my car. I was kind of upset because I actually went to the effort to put a two-barrel on there, and then they never checked. Too cold. Yeah, I think that
3: was it. I had a tech guy come up through, right before we came out for practice, he kind of did a walkthrough on the car. On yours? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you took off before. You weren't even supposed to go out yet. Oh, well, (laughs) nobody said, Hey, stop.
2: Jerry, you got all the, uh, racing, uh, roundup results from this past weekend.
0: Sure do. Like we talked about earlier with our, two of our guests, Dave Gumby Jr. Picking up the win in the champagne stock at Sandusky Speedway as part of the rescheduled hangover race. Maverick Morrow, who we just spoke with, picked up the win in the moonshine shot. Moonshine stock. It was shocking. And Richie Gregory will pick up the win in the whiskey stock. Easy for me to say, right? Yeah. Uh Wild West shootout concluded last weekend at Vado Speedway Park. On Friday, it was Tyler Erb picking up the win. Rusty Schlenk came home 11th. Saturday, Mike Marler picked up the win. Once again, Shank was 11th. Schlenk. Schlenk. Yeah. That guy. You're, you're and not still hungover, are you? The, I, boy, I sure sound like it. And then on Sunday for the finale at the Wild West shootout, it was Mike Marler picking up the win. Rusty Schlenk came home 14th after getting caught up with a wreck with Tyler Erb, Ricky Weiss, and Brandon Shepard. And then the Chili Bowl wrapped up on Thursday night. Christopher Bell picked up the preliminary night win on Thursday. Justin Grant won Friday's preliminary. And then Tanner Thorson picked up his first ever golden driller in Saturday night's finale in a tremendous feature battling with Christopher Bell uh kyle larson came from mid-pack and was on the move just could not get there in time great event the chili bowl this year uh see it you can check out replays on flow racing uh, i need to do that everybody's yeah because i tell you what the mav tv performance w- w- production was definitely subpar this
1: Lacking. year
0: i, I, I don't want to boy it say it was terrible because uh, I understand that Bob Dilder was supposed to be there, and because of the weather and some uh, other issues, Bob was unable to be there. So they had to throw together some of the production a little bit last minute. So, but I mean, I, I'm a big fan of, of Rob Klepper and Ken Stout. I thought they did a great job. Some of the backstage stuff, eh, but I mean, it is what it is.
2: Well, I was so tired after uh, racing at Sandusky, uh, being there all day. <laughs> I watched the, what, what did Mav start with? The, the, B-mains? C. C-mains. C C C I, I got I got through the C-mains, the B-mains, and then they were taking forever to get to the the A-main. Well, I was like, track ah.
0: prep, they wanted to yeah. make sure they gave them the best track possible. Well, they, I understand uh, that. Speak- I, just,
2: I, I was upset with myself. I couldn't stay awake to, to, yeah. to watch it.
0: The preliminaries. I'll tell you what. Sammy Swindell came from, I, I believe it was an N-main, raced all the way up to the i had a chance to go further and just got caught up you know in traffic unfortunately it's one of the you know it's going to happen sooner or later racing from that deep with different cars and obviously they're, they're going to get tougher as you keep going forward but sammy was on a tear and uh, unfortunately you know it ended his day in the I main so dwayne hancock didn't get to watch his dude all the way to the front uh, but he did, damn sure put on a show what was the the final flip count do you know I want to say it was in the high 60s, 60, 67 or 68. Okay. I I think it was 63 I it before I, I fell have. asleep. Yeah, it, they they had a few. So, and quite a few. Coming. Definitely what? a
1: very exciting event. Most of them were little Tommy tip overs, though.
2: Yeah. There was a couple good there ones. There a say, couple well, of good ones, that, uh, no question. Six, yeah. 67, 67 according now. to. Uh, okay, well, Dean says 68. Dean Henry says six. <laughs> Give him one extra one. Why not?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what we should have done the how okay, many.
2: That could have been the helmet. Chase
0: Elliott flipped and I saw that damn near clear defense. Yeah. He, he went, on. it was, that was crazy. So.
1: Um, well, I'm sure Rick Hendrick was real pleased.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Thrilled. <laughs>
1: <to see. laughs> he probably wasn't
2: watching but, that. Probably
3: well, wasn't
0: I bet he, he was, but you know what? I, it's exciting to see guys like chase Elliott step out of his comfort zone. Same, same thing with Kyle Bush being at the Tulsa shootout. These guys that have, you know, didn't necessarily do a lot on the dirt. Even, you know, Chase Elliott's dad built race dirt late models, but Chase didn't. Chase was always primarily a a pavement guy. To see them stepping out of their comfort zone, getting on the dirt and doing things like this, it's only going to make them better. And it's definitely going to open the eyes, more eyes to our sport and make it bigger. So I'm all for it.
2: Contact freeze frame photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. They have all your favorite drivers, they have uh, Uh calendars Calendars. like. you see there from they're all the same from jerry they're,
0: they're different they no they're be. not some of them are nighttime some of them are side by side with other drivers so still time to get to some a, of them are just me looking pretty.
2: a custom uh oh, yeah. calendar made there uh from pictures you get to choose from uh, give charlie a call 419-476-9978 and also there's uh, no
0: pictures in there of the 35 passing me though We're <laughs> so on miller race cars
2: uh give him a call oh, 734-856-7223 <laughs> for race cars parts safety equipment service everything a racer needs um i think i have some needs i think i need to update my uh, fire suit i was threw it in the wash and i was noticing some holes in it Ooh, Is the time for a new one
1: oops probably all right and right, so I got a. do not protect guy. very well.
2: No, oh, I mean it's just more frayed, kind of. It's not all the way through, but. Well, just talk to it then. Oh yeah. Fire yeah, suit. Don't be afraid. Down. Don't be afraid. It's <laughs> going to be okay. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Uh, back to chili bowls. Oh my god, this, is,
4: uh,
2: this ranks right up there with the best show ever. Uh, aren't you happy to be on this one, Dave? Uh, Kaylee, we can blame blame Dave. Okay. That's- oh. Thanks. Ka- Kaylee Bryson made history uh, Saturday night in the Chili Bowl Nationals by uh, driving from 10th to 1st in the 2nd B-Main to become the first female to make the A-Main in uh, Chili Bowl Nationals history, the first time in, what, 36 years? Yeah. And yeah. she looked impressive. That was
0: impressive. So that was, yes, that was before
2: I fell asleep. I was awake for that one. I was watching <laughs> her run the high
0: side. I was like, damn, look at her. Oh, yeah, she was on a roll. It was Wild watch. Watch
1: shootout had a couple of young ladies racing, and... Uh, They looked very strong. Do you know who they were? Nope. Okay. I'm
0: glad they made that big of an impression on you. (laughs) Yeah, but before Kaylee, uh, Harley White actually held the record for the highest finishing female. Okay. So so now Harley's got to regroup and see if she can go back next year and get a little faster.
1: (laughs) Got to get back there. A little better ride. Uh, The
2: 2022 season for uh, Waynesfield Raceway Park. Uh, We'll see at least five events. The first... Is uh, coming up on Saturday, April 2nd, winged uh, 410 sprints, the Ohio Logistics National Racing Alliance 360 sprints, and uh, USAC, D2 Thunder Midgets, in action. Waynesville returned to action then Sunday, May 1st, with uh, Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions. May 29th, it'll be the MPD uh, Racing Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, otherwise known as BOSS. Uh, non wing sprints, uh, along with uh, winged 410 sprints, 360 sprints, and uh, USAC. USAC uh, D2 Thunder Midgets All-Stars return to Waynesfield for night number seven of the Ohio Sprint Speed Week Thursday, June 16th for uh, the traditional Rick Ferkel Classic and uh, 13th Annual Jack Hewitt Classic. Speaking of Jack, we've got, we got some news uh, on Jack coming up. Um, 13th yeah. Annual Jack Hewitt Classic will be on Sunday, July 3rd uh, with the Boss sprints and the TI Performance Fast Wing
1: 410 Sprints. Wonder uh, if we'll get to see Buddy Kofoid at any of those shows? I don't know.
2: I'm not sure what he's going to be running this year. Have, yeah, you heard anything about Buddy? What he's going to be running? He's been has been doing the USAC thing. Uh,
0: last doing USAC, it, the midget. He he yeah. looked good in, in the Chili Bowl as he well. He
2: really did. Oh
0: yeah, yes. Uh, she- it was it was hard to, to to make when I made my pick. It was between Thorson and, and and Kofoid. Yeah, I, I thought one of those two was going to do it. So,
2: Waynesville promoter Shane Helms indicated there could be more dates added. Uh, for other classes such as uh, Modifieds and 305 Sprints do some of the shows already planned. So, uh, For the second time in three seasons, Brad Sweet was voted Driver of the Year by the North American 410 Sprint Car Poll voting panel of uh, media drivers, members, promoters. Uh, Blake Hahn was voted Driver of the Year by uh, the North American
0: 360 Sprint Car Poll, as a matter of fact. Blake was fun to watch in the Chili Bowl as well. Yeah. He made the show, and, and, and when they interviewed him, he, at that point, he said, my night's, my week's complete. I made the show. I'm good to go. The rest <laughs> of it's all fun from here. And that, that's, that, how else can you look at it when you race against 400 dru- other drivers to, to make, and you yeah, make absolutely. the show? Right. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool.
2: Uh, the World of Outlaw Morton Buildings Late Mile Series kicks off uh, their 2022 season tonight through Saturday, as a matter of fact. He's had 50 sprint car shows with the new 410 team, his buddy's plans. So basically, he's running everything again.
0: Yes, that's what it sounds like. Probably, he's going to stay busy. Yeah.
2: Uh, so the World of Outlaws, uh, late, more, the late models, they start in action at Volusia this weekend. So it's already uh racing Tonight. season for them. Yes, as a matter of fact. Tonight through uh, yeah. Saturday. Uh, Ryan Newman is not retiring, despite not getting a, uh, another contract with, uh, with Roush. So his contract was not renewed since uh, what's-his-face came in? Keselowski. And then the ownership kind of changed there. So uh, Newman plans uh, to return to Short Track Grassroots Racing, although nothing has been officially announced since uh, running the Chili Bowl.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, he was at the Chili yep. Bowl.
2: Dirt late yep. model it racing. It looked good. Uh, NASCAR yes. and Modified Tour and USAC Silver Crown are on his bucket list.
0: So uh, Newman, a former Silver Crown champion, so Cody Swanson and those guys better look out if Newman comes back to that. They, they could have their hands full with the Rocket Man.
2: Robert, Wickens is planning a return to competitive auto racing. You remember uh, what happened to Wickens and IndyCar at uh, Pocono a few years ago? 2018, as a matter of fact. I thought it was longer than that. He uh, suffered, got thrown up into the, the catch fence in uh, turn two mm-hmm. and uh, was paralyzed after oh, wow. after that. Uh, <coughs> he's actually going to compete in the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge in the GT class for Brian Herta Autosport, uh, starting with uh, the test days, which is being called Roar Before the Rolex 24, at uh, Daytona this weekend. And then uh, the following weekend, is the BMW endurance challenge four-hour race, which happens uh, before th- on the same weekend as uh, the Rolex Twenty-four race weekend. So he's going to be competing with them. The special handbrake kind of thing. Yeah. So and I guess it's a race where they switch drivers. So there's a a switch where it can switch back. So it's oh, being wow. operated by the normal pedal. So a pretty uh, involved thing there for,
1: for yeah. Eng- wow. engineering masterpiece, yeah. man.
2: Yeah, and doctors thought he would never walk or do anything again. He would never race again, and he's proven them wrong. And yeah, It's only well, been, what, four years? Not even four years. Wait, not even five years. Yeah. My math is off. It's one of those
1: nights. Never was your long suit, though. No.
2: Sprint cars on ice. We'll be uh, having practice, uh, a practice event on February 5th in Lake City, Michigan, for uh, a race event that's coming up on February 26th on East Bay at uh, Prudentville, Michigan. Um, We'll have to get somebody on uh, prior to that uh, race at the end of February. This will be the uh, first official um, Sprint Cars on Ice event in Michigan.
1: Maybe we can get some videos from that.
2: Maybe. I bet you we could go if you wanted to drive up there. No. Okay. I
1: I had my fill of really (laughs) cold weather last weekend, Scott. Okay. (laughs)
2: On uh, Saturday and Sunday, the Arkham and Ard Series unloaded for preseason testing at uh, Daytona International Speedway. Tyler Carpenter won the uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals back in December. Driver from uh, Virgi- West Virginia. He won, was it the Barney a couple of years ago at Oakshade? Could be. Is the Barney or the birthday Ray? I think it was it the was Barney. Barney. Okay. I think it was the Barney. I think it was the Barney. Uh, so, yeah, we'll go with he, winning the Gateway Dirt <laughs> Nationals, he earned a, a NASCAR truck series ride right at, at the uh, Knoxville race later this year, the dirt truck race that kind of replaced the Eldora race. Well, he was uh, uh, running uh, at uh, Daytona with the the Arca guys. Uh, nice Motorsports placed him in an Arca Menard series car, making uh, his Daytona debut this past weekend. Carpenter ended up... Uh, how fast do you think he was out of 64 cars? Where, where do you think he was? I went? know the answer. So I, I won't yeah, answer but... That's why I'm asking him, not 12. you. 12th. He was 50th. Ooh. 50th out of 64. He wasn't slowest. Right. So uh, there's that. 174.527 miles per hour. I'd be happy with that for yeah. first time at Daytona. So.
0: One of the young guns at the Chili Bowl, Jesse Love, was also there. At Arca. He, he was in the top five. And he he was flying, so I, but he's not going to be able to race because he's not 18 yet, but they were they did let him test. So that young man's definitely got a bright future ahead of him.
2: Aren't a lot of series uh, getting rid of that minimum age rule?
0: They're starting to, but I think with ARCA being owned by NASCAR, NASCAR's a little bit more rigid about it. So it is what it is. I hate so it for strict. guys like that. It was
1: Could very be an insurance driver,
0: thing. That, that's it. I mean, it, it's tough to do if you get, you know.
2: So Chris Madden was fastest in uh, World of Outlaw Morton Buildings at late model series practice at Volusia Speedway Park yesterday in preparation for uh, the season opener uh, tonight through Saturday. Speaking of that, that has to do with uh, this week's how many. First, let's uh, recap last week's how many. How many champagne stocks uh, were going to be checked in for the hangover race? That number was da 10. Yeah and uh, i picked 12 so i was closest uh among us yeah and uh kurt Dickey picked 11 All he's right. our uh, winner of a big d's pizza cuz he was closest there with that um
1: kurt Dickey, if you get if you get over to uh big d's pizza bring some back please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i hate to beg but man that stuff is good
2: yeah, he could stop by here. He's kind of on the way.
1: Yeah. He's got to travel
2: a little further. Um, so this week's how many? A chance to win a big D's pizza is uh we're gonna go with the car number again instead of the actual how many. Uh Saturday's World of Outlaw Late Model winning car number at Volusia. Guess yes. who gets to go first? Scott. Six. I pick six. Ooh. What are you pointing at, Jerry? Oh, you're pointing at Tell me. I was confused. Um, what do you got, Jerry? We'll make Jerry pick next.
0: You're going to make me pick next? Yeah. I'm going with the guy we talked about who was fastest in practice, that 44 of Chris Smokey Madden. Uh, I, I think he's on fire. I, I think he's going to start the season right where he left off at the end of the year and, and be you know right on top of the charts here.
1: 57.
0: Okay. I, I think Dean Henry's a little bit closer, but, you know, he, he's a little biased.
1: You think? <laughs> oh, yeah. Love yeah, to see yeah. the number nine I'm in victory
4: lane. i uh, see that
2: one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, Dave, since you're here, uh, we, you get a to
0: pick, too. 39. 30.
2: 39? Gee. All right. Now, if you'd Hopefully like,
0: nobody picked the seventy-six. If you'd
2: like a chance to win a Big D's Pizza, just put the number of who you think the winning car number is going to be in Saturday's main event, Evolucha. And uh, if you are, you pick the winner, and more than one person has picked the winner, we'll spin the Big D's Pizza wheel and determine right, right. who gets it. If you're the only one that picked that number, then you will get the Big D's Pizza. If uh, a car number wins that's not one that was chosen, we'll get who's ever closest. If there's a tie with who's is closest, whatever number's closest to that. Does that all make sense? If not, just listen to the show next week. We'll sort it all out. It'll all make sense then. Uh,
1: Even if it doesn't make sense. Nothing. Nothing makes (laughs) sense
2: tonight. I have no idea what's going on. Nothing makes sense at all. Uh, This weekend's uh, Big D's Pizza racing menu, there is nada on the list uh, for racing around here and
0: uh if you
1: want to real see quick
0: race. i do got another piece of news Oh, yes you do we, you, two we, pieces a well, couple, of, couple news. of them before before you do the breaking news okay. uh you you mentioned waynesfield and the national racing alliance uh national racing alliance has released their schedule for 2022 uh Features uh, their opening night on April 2nd at Waynesfield Raceway Park, several events at Attica, I-75 Raceway down in Tennessee, I-96 in Michigan, events with the uh, USCS, also with the Great Lakes Super Sprints. Make sure you head over to NRASprintInvaders.com for more details on their schedule in 2022.
2: Yeah, I added your screen. <laughs> Yay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, now you got some breaking news.
0: uh-oh breaking news those of you who uh, have enjoyed my commentary at the racetracks uh i'm staying at limelane on friday nights however my saturday nights are going to change in 2022 last year i was at shady bowl speedway and had a blast had a ball can't thank rick and sherry enough for everything that they did for me allowing me to come and be the voice of their track in 2021 but in 2022 on saturday nights i will now be at the montpelier motor speedway for Larry Bowes on Saturday nights back to the dirt for me on Saturdays uh can't wait gonna be a good time uh Larry uh you know let me come help out at the rumble and it's it been a lot of fun you know we we did the last few races there at Montpere for him the the Monster Mash and all that too so like we talked about earlier in a roundabout way this is all Pam Hendricks fault last year I was supposed to be at Oakshade helping Scott and uh Pam never got back with me so I went ahead and took the job at Shady Bowl and now all this circle's back around, and I now I'm back to dirt and working for uh, Larry at a mop picker. So looking forward to that. I hate not being at Shady Bowl with, with all the friends that I made last year, but it's uh, going to be a good time.
2: Congratulations.
0: So there you go. Um, Thank you.
2: Thank you. We do have a, a hammer down Hotline call from uh, this past week. And last week on the show, we were talking about uh, – the fight, fighting, uh, yeah. fighting rules at the uh, Chili Bowl Nationals. Uh, right. There's the number if uh, you want to call. Leave a message on the Hammer Down Hotline anytime. We'll play it back at the end of the show. 419 318 3081. That's 419 318 3081. And, uh, we had a call that had uh, an opinion, more of a question, I think, about, uh, the, the fighting, yeah, rules and regulations. And, and I guess it's pick on Pam night or something, I, I think. Uh, here you go.
4: Good morning, Hammerdown Hotline. Loved the show last night. All in regards
0: to the Tulsa shootout chili bowl fighting
4: rules, I am all for it. My only concern is, would that require certain track officials at Oak Shade to be issued tasers? Ham <laughs> with a taser would be a very scary thing. Thanks, guys. Great show again. See you next week.
2: Obviously, he wasn't listening to this week's show. <laughs> so it was a great show, but uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Pam with a taser would be very entertaining, I would think. You
0: I, I think you'd story? get shocked in the tower. Or you wouldn't even. <laughs> I think Chrissy with a,
2: a taser would be more entertaining. Oh, oh boy. I'm good. <laughs> I'm
1: good. Okay. I think I'd pass on that yeah. one. All right. No tasers.
2: <laughs> no tasers no, involved. T- it's it's we're going back to it's like hockey, you know. They can fight until Birds somebody crabbing, gets once an it goes advantage. The yeah. Yeah. Then they just get in there and break it up. That's it. You don't need tasers. They don't use tasers in hockey. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> oh, I do have one. <laughs> well, what a surprise! Oh great. Um, do I have to come to the tower this year? <laughs> hey Jerry you want to trade I got out to Montpelier you can... not a chance I have a feeling this year is going to be shocking
1: at Oakshade
0: hey I'm just make sure there's video please
1: <laughs> yep oh my goodness. no video it never happened uh,
2: thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer uh, field course fans, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock uh, for uh, helping us out uh, we got uh, a couple of Hopefully some good shows uh, coming up in the next few weeks here. Uh, next yeah. week, uh, we're going to yeah. talk to uh, Christopher McCrone. Uh, he's the guy that's uh, behind putting together that Ohio Motorsports Park over there I- near Lorraine.
1: Right, the new racetrack.
2: Brand new uh, racing facility with go-kart tracks and then a, a dirt track uh, eventually is going to be there with the hopes of getting um, is it the All-Stars and the World of Outlaws. I- I- yeah. We'll talk to uh, to to Chris about that next week. He's agreed to come on and give us an update on where things stand, what's gonna, what his plans are, and and what's gonna happen. I hope. And then two weeks from tonight, uh, Jerry's buddy's gonna join us, Mister Jack Hewitt. Will be yeah. our guest. So uh, some pretty cool stuff. Come Mark up. your calendar for that one.
0: Absolutely, that ought to be fun.
1: Every week's fun. Always something well, that's
0: good. always organic. Yeah, it's very organic.
4: <laughs>
1: I think we can probably... Tonight was re- a
2: little too organic, I think. W-
1: we can probably recruit some of our friends in Australia with some uh, Jack Hewitt stories, too. Oh, i sure the sure com- In the comment section.
0: Uh, thanks, us Call spouse. into the Hammerdown hotline, hotline with your Jack Hewitt questions and, and stories that you'd like to share, and we can have that all ready to go for you. On February third, so there you go. 419-318-3081. Call in with your questions and stories about Jack Hewitt to share with us on a Thursday, February third show when Jack is here live with us on the Hammerdown Racing Report.
1: Assuming they are shareable.
2: Well,
0: yes. Well, we, we don't. Yeah. We're not.
2: We're not bound by FCC rules. So.
0: Yeah. Just remember the Jack didn't put everything in his book because there's some stories he just can't share. They'll be in the that for version that comes out after he passes away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and to our sponsors, two.
2: Oakshade Raceway, uh, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Free Frame Photos, and uh, Dippin Motorsports. And uh, just remember, Pam has a, a taser. Or two. <laughs> or two? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he could jumpstart your car with that if you needed to. I don't know. Try mm, it on sure. yours. <laughs> going to pass on that. Uh, thanks to uh, Dave Gumby Jr. for joining us tonight. Congratulations again on uh, being the reigning Hangover Race champion. And uh, hope to
1: see you defend that. He, next he's year. he's the reigning Cupid Shootout champion, too. He's the only
2: Cupid Shootout winner ever <laughs> in the one-time and, history of that event.
3: Yeah, I'm fine with that. But he, <laughs> is,
1: he is the reigning champion.
2: This is true. Yeah. And always will be, probably. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, thanks to uh, Maverick Morrow as well for uh, for joining us. And uh, we do apologize for all the technical issues, the organic issues we were having tonight. We'll get them oh, all sorted yeah. out yeah, for, no. for next week again uh, with uh, Christopher, Christopher McCrone. He, he, that guy. He actually uh, has a, a McCrone Motorsports uh, go-kart operation. So...
1: Okay, It'll be cool Ooh, to get to know
0: we'll t- more about that. We'll talk Maybe about that. Get Gumby a ride in that, too. He'll be winning in that before we there know it. Go.
3: <laughs> I got my own cards. I'm good there. <laughs>
0: I wonder if
1: they have an event like you have. He's fun to watch in go karts.
3: <laughs>
2: what's uh, what's that event you have in October? Well, we have one coming l-
3: up here in March, actually. The drinking thing. Yep. You're, You're doing sugar, it right? again? Yep, we do two a year, and then me and Corey are I, I now own a
0: cart. I, I can be there. Oh, there Woo. you go.
2: I well, think you have to come in costume from what I've seen. <laughs> ish. I, ish. Yeah. Ish.
0: We'll go with that. I, I mean, I got the Fred Flintstone outfit. I, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> He'll
2: fit in just fine with uh, Corey and his uh, Mario, Mario Kart, Kart stuff.
3: Yeah, me and Corey have actually been in cahoots. He wants to do a Saturday night race. We got some lights going up and everything. One of the nights that we're not running Fremont. Let's come out and host the race, so we going to have fun.
0: Very cool.
2: As long as before. My, well, Montpelier's starting early this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're starting pretty early, uh, beginning of April, I do believe. I had to double check my schedule. I, yeah, I've I definitely got myself painted into a corner again. So, but worth it. No, no place I'd rather be than a racetrack. So,
2: I might have to get some video of that. Let me know when that is if I'm not busy. <clears throat> maybe I'll maybe we'll come. I'll come out and cover it as uh, official hammerdown racing report correspondent.
3: Hey, want to?
2: And it can be live. Therefore, if crap happens, it was live. I couldn't control it. Yeah, I don't.
1: Scott, looking at the comments section, I got to thank all of our <laughs> listeners for for <laughs> hanging in there. You know. Yeah. Uh,
2: all right. We'll see you yeah. next uh, Thursday, seven o'clock. Uh, make sure to listen to us on iHeartRadio or whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. It's probably better too. Night, everybody. We'll see
1: you. does iHeart edit us out? Uh, no.
2: No, oh. but I edit it a little bit. Okay. Not much. Mostly, It's usually the same stuff.
0: Oh, oh. Chris my showed up, by the way. Oh, did he? I'm late. Hey,
2: ah. Chris. Hi, Chris. All right, bye, Chris. We're out. We'll see you next bye, week. Bye, Chris. I'm late. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. 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 That's the beginning of the show. Right,
0: here we go. Bye. You have been listening to the Down Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hey there, my name is Michael Amanato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. Pipass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.